0: That ends chapter five, the fastest chapter so far. Woohoo! Uh, All right, we might actually make it to the ice today.
1: We may. Wow. Chapter six, onto the ice. Woo! Actually, there's a quote here from uh, Bird. I'll read out loud because it's kind of good. Owing to the bad weather that struck us yesterday, I made no entries in my log. Thursday night, the ship pitched so we got little sleep. Seas were breaking over the taffray, the wind velocity approached 50 miles per hour and the glass dropped sharply. Matters were decidedly serious. My first fears were for the cargo on deck and for the dogs. Fortunately, the gale blew us along the line of our course. Had we broached into the throw of the sea, uh, the throth of the sea, our decks uh, must have been swept as clean as the pantry itself. Uh, December 8, 1928. Rough night. Rough night. The Gabrielle's course takes her southeast around the the curve of Tasmania and south into the storm-swept reaches of the Southern Ocean. The sky is clear, the sea is calm. Everything is perfect for the journey south. Professor Moore holds a meeting in the officer's lounge. A map of the south polar waters hangs from a wall behind him. Which is this map. Uh, Something along the lines of this. Uh, Actually, I have that map available here right so you can see Tasmania on the right on the lower right now you can see the travel map as well to the right of the map the right oh yeah and Moore says I have here the weather news Uh, the reports are both good and bad but they are in fact what we were hoping for Uh, it says here that the spring in the far south has been extremely stormy and that it is likely to continue that way for the next few weeks That means two things. Uh, We're likely to meet very bad weather soon, and possibly a lot of it. But it also means that the polar pack ice will be pushed out early from the Ross Sea. Uh, This last uh, is very important indeed, for once the pack has been pushed out, uh, out, we can push our way back, or push our way in. Excuse me. (laughs) Uh, It may have occurred to some of you that we, uh, all of us, are going south far earlier than is customary, and that's true. It's a gamble. It is, however, a gamble that the Miskatana University expedition also made three years ago. And what was successful for them, I hope, uh, will be successful for us as well. By proceeding early in the teeth of the storm, so to speak, we gain valuable time in Antarctica, and I hope to make good use of that time. Our planned course has us entering the ice pack due north of Cape Adar and proceeding southward through the Ross Sea to Ross Island, where we shall make landfall. Uh, Whether this is possible depends on the ice, of course. We will enter the pack where it seems safest and improvise from there. Uh, If all goes well, we shall be set up on the Antarctic continent less than a month from today. If luck is with us, it could be much sooner than that. And he goes on to explain that for the remainder of the voyage and for for your time on the ice, the expedition will use what's called antipodal time, which is 12 hours ahead of Greenwich time, uh, the correct time for the Ross Ice Shelf, as it were. Over the next four days, the ship pushes southward nearly a thousand miles into the cold gray sea. Winds shift hourly, are bitterly cold and at times quite fierce. The ship pitches and rolls, thrumming in the heavy swells. And this is where we go to have seasickness rolls. Oh, my Lars? Well, since we, we just
0: pushed the, since we just put the, pushed the time 12 hours forward, I'm going to bed. <laughs>
2: Can we use acrobatics to spend to try to help ourselves? Hold on. Uh, no. For athletics? No. You cannot. You have some retching sounds on the soundtrack?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, let me read the next part, and then we can roll. On the 23rd of October, the barometer plummets in the early morning hours as a fierce gale sweeps in from the west. By five o'clock, the wind is blowing gusts of up to 50 miles per hour. Captain Redenburg turns the ship to run with the storm, but for several hours, the Gabriella is at the mercy of wind and wave, tossed from peak to throth by the fury of the elements. The passengers are taken on the wildest roller coaster ride of their lives, but it is not one that they enjoy. More than half of the expedition is helpless with nausea, and those that remain have difficulty even walking on the deck, so fierce is the ship's pitching motion. Small objects that are not secured clatter and roll about the passenger's cabins. Not Any the pendulum. Not the wine. My vile of acid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> My face. <laughs> it burns. It burns.
1: Any of you lucky enough to be up, up and about or sent to make certain the cargo and equipment in the labs does not get loose and smash itself against the walls. OK, make three rolls of, uh, uh, of health. You can spend health points as well if you want against difficulty six. Oh. Difficulty six! Oh. So, what's
2: the, what's the advantage of spending health points? Because if we fail, what do we, so what do we lose?
1: If you fail, you can't uh, spend investigative points uh, as long as you are um, I am, I am. Uh, seasick.
0: Okay. Well, I don't um, plan on investigating anything. Um, three okay, rolls. Uh,
2: well, what do you say? roll. The difficulty is what? Six. Six.
1: Six. Six. Yeah. This wow. storm. Have you ever seen videos on YouTube of ships in like high storm? It's I can imagine crazy. This. Yeah.
2: So if we fail even one of those, then it hits the full effect. We can't use our investigative skills.
1: Uh yes, that's correct. You can use the skill, but you can't spend points. Oh, I'm rolling. Yes. Yeah,
2: I think spending. I think, with a difficulty six, I end up spending a lot of points and then probably fail one anyway, so.
0: Do, do you get like double rolls from me?
1: Double rolls? Uh, I, c- I got four rolls from you just now. Yeah,
0: well I just pressed the button twice, hmm. and so I actually hit a six, and then it automatically gave a three, and then I rolled another six, and it automatically put out a four. Uh, okay. So you have to just read the first one, and I'll roll one more time. And okay, double. No, that's just the three. Okay, yeah. so I I succeed two
1: two rolls and fail the last one. You hold out as long as you can, but nevertheless, the motion of the ship gets to you. Yeah.
2: How about yeah, I'm just gonna else? roll it straight. So I'm gonna okay, fail so, it. So, so in
3: order to so we can spend health points, right?
2: Yeah.
3: Whoa. Uh, oh. How quickly do we recover health points? Because so far, I have not lost any health
1: points. Yeah, so, um, Refreshing health. The health pool refreshes over a time at a rate of two points per day of restful activity. Um, first aid can heal a limited number of health Does points. This puking before. over the railing count as resting. No <laughs>
0: way.
1: <laughs> yeah. So
2: I, I passed my last one, but I failed the first two rolls. Yeah. Uh,
0: you so eventually, you run out of puke and you feel
1: better. Yeah, then I start puking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, uh, Maunus?
3: Yeah. So, David,
1: how are you rolling here? It's like, how? Why is it joined up in three? He's just rolling three d six. I selected three d six. Yeah. I did three d six because he didn't want to spend any points, so it doesn't matter whether he rolls them individually yeah. or all at once. Right. Okay.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm gonna spend some points. I'm gonna chance it. I'm gonna spend two points here. Mm Well, that that blows that. So, okay, so I spent two points. Then then there's no point in me spending any more points because I'm already already, vomiting all over the place (laughs) and rolling
2: around in it. Yeah, all you right, could, so you could spend half so your I health think. and still have a decent chance of failing. So yeah, yeah.
0: It's almost inevitable. We're going to be sick. Yeah.
1: You're all... I-, I failed all three. Yeah, you're Sickest all uh, hugging buckets and toilets and anything that will contain whatever it is that you uh, only have in your stomachs for a very short amount of time. Um, shortly before 7 o'clock that evening, the fierce wind dies and the black wall of clouds to the west dissolves suddenly. Everyone on board is treated to a magnificent sunset, banners of orange and green and gold fusing and chasing one another across the lowering sky. It's a wonderful surprise ending to a memorable day. The Gabrielle turns south once more. Dawn on the 24th breaks clear and cold, with bitter winds sweeping in from the south, carrying the chill of the polar ice. Ice rime builds up on lines and railings. After the rough ride of the previous day, the ocean seems smooth as glass. The ship makes excellent progress in moderate
0: seas.
1: (laughs) Captain Redenburg orders the crew to rig for foul weather, knowing that yesterday's storm will not be the last. Heavy lines are rigged fore and aft along the deck to be used as handholds and guides when needed, and much loose equipment is stowed. The ship continues south. Daybreak on October 25th brings with it a weird shadowy world. The Gabrielle pushes forward at reduced speeds through thick, freezing fog. Rime thickens on all exposed surfaces. Frost points grow across ports and windows, and the deck becomes slick and dangerous. The captain reduces speed once, then a second time, as visibility drops and the sea calms. The first iceberg is sighted at 2.40 that afternoon. A huge, old glacial table 40 yards across, weathered and crumbling its sides undercut in a hundred caves from the working of wind and water. Other burks follow, looming up out of the mists like ghosts. By sunset, the ship is passed close by a dozen of them, each trailed by its little flock of chips and shards. One of the flows is a deep greenish black riding barely above the water, but almost half again as long as the ship. Towards sunset, the barometer begins to drop. The crew fears a coming storm. Captain Redenberg turns his ship heading east, unwilling to push into the field of bergs in night and rough weather. By morning on the 26th, however, the promised storm has not arrived. The ship veers southward once more in flurries of heavy snow past widely scattered ice flows. October 26, 1933. The Gabrielle steams south toward the ice pack. Shortly after noon, the barometer plummets further. Within an hour, it's fallen lower than any of the scientists have ever seen before. A solid wall of black clouds pours from the southwest with a breathtaking speed, falling on the ship in a wave of howling wind and spray. The vessel is caught in the grip of a terrible storm. Gusts swell over 60 miles per hour clutch at the booms and wires, hammer open doors and threaten to tear away wood and canvas covers before they can be battened down. Immense waves rise high overhead. Crashing down across the deck with hollow, thundering booms.
2: Play the video, YouTube video I just posted in uh, well, the, in chat if you want to see what, what that looks like. That's like. <laughs> that's fucking crazy.
0: Yes. <laughs> I've been on a boat in twenty-five meters per second. I don't want to try sixty meters per second. <laughs>
1: The Gabrielle rings and shudders with every attack, healing and plunging deep into the gray Antarctic waters. Men suffer and struggle in the engine room and on the bridge, trying desperately to bring her bow around before the ship is torn apart by the force of the storm. It's all but impossible to stand. Walking without handholds is out of the question. All around, the air is full of the screams and groans of the tortured ship as its metal plates are stressed in every possible direction at once. Above decks, the rain sweeps in horizontally from the south, carrying with it hail and sleet that scours flesh and shatters glass. The crates lashed in the holes shift with every pitch and roll of the ship, the ropes and straps holding them in place strain to their utmost, their creaking adding to the cacophony above. The dogs, helpless in their cages aft, scream and howl in terrified confusion. The storm does not cease hour after hour the ship wallows on again and again the bow disappears beneath the wall of ways time after time watery hammer blows slam against the superstructure and cover the bridge windows and rime. below decks expedition members huddle miserably in the lounges or in their cabins clutching bowls and basins and moaning in distress the ship's kitchen is awash with water from pots swept off the stove but the cook and his mess boys struggle to prepare a hot meal Give me a sense trouble versus two.
2: Versus two, in other words, don't roll a one. Is that what you mean? Yes. Or spend a point. It's pretty high probability we're gonna spend. I know. I think I'll roll it straight. I feel it pretty. I feel like gambling risk taker. (laughs)
3: Spend three
0: three points. points. (laughs) I'm too busy puking.
3: I found a few uh, Arctic-related quotes. Some of them are just... They're, they're fucking hardcore.
2: Oh, yeah?
3: Yeah, like
1: final messages from Scott. <laughs> that sort of thing. <laughs> I wondered why it did not carry away the Earth.
2: <laughs> now I know the real meaning of blue balls. <laughs> 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 All
1: right. Uh, who Who makes it? Who doesn't make it? I don't who know. I it? made it. I made it. Those of you who make it, uh, you hear a terrible tearing crash somewhere forward um, as the bow of the ship slams downward into a throth. Then a few moments later, a crash—the same crash—is repeated. Then a third time, as the Gabrielle heals and slews. What what is it a, is a it throth? A throth is like gone? the ship goes down like this. Oh, okay.
2: oh yeah, like goes kind of airborne and.
1: Crash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anybody who heard that who has mechanical repair? Yeah, guess, I do. It's a good guess that some uh, heavy piece of cargo has gotten loose and is slamming about in the hold. Oh, Uh-oh, that's
2: not good. All right. Uh, so we have an airplane loose, loose
1: inside the cargo hold. Also, there's a lot
2: of fuel and stuff down in there. Yeah. yeah. We better and get some tractors. Yeah. Let's.
3: Let's. Let's. That's something to investigate immediately.
0: Yeah, I'll yeah. just stay in my bunk
2: thank you yeah I'm cool. gonna immediately go to where the sound is coming from grab a rope and stuff on the way we're gonna need to secure or something
1: yeah the furniture in the in the mess hall is sliding you know back and forth across the room <laughs> chairs are kind of like they've been pulled into rooms where they've been uh, secured as much as possible um, and you can see wherever the the doors to the rooms are open, uh, people are clutching uh, whatever they can and, and trying to to stay as um, still as they possibly can, which is very hard. You can see through the portholes that it's it's completely black outside. Um, the you know that there's rope by the outside hatches. Um, what do you do? Uh, we, we need to.
2: I need to find. Is there like emergency torches, flashlights, so we can yeah. get light? There's There's uh,
1: okay. there's both electric torches and storm lanterns.
2: Yeah, we need to grab some of that. I'm gonna I'm gonna yell for people and list the aid of people to help <laughs> grab them. Uh, Bro, uh, and, uh, you know, I'm there know.
1: to help out. Okay. Is anybody not there? I'm not Valcour. there. Belkua. Um, okay. So you grab I. I assume you all have your own torch. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you you grab a couple of people that are that are there, a couple of deck hands, and uh, one or two of the the uh, the camp crew members. Most people at this point are just so sick that uh, they can hardly even walk, and even the people that can are are not um, in great condition. Um, and you you open the door yes the moment you open the moment you you pull down the handle uh the wind grabs the door uh rolled a um uh, give me an athletics
2: okay do we know the target
1: i'm not telling you
2: okay i definitely want to spend i'm gonna spend yeah, yeah do that it's
3: not good getting do a... now uh, and your six. Two points.
2: Okay. Good. okay. 6 plus 2. Not a great roll.
1: So I got a four, total of 4. All right. Um, you uh, just as you open the door, you managed to catch the the door before it's torn by the wind. Um and uh, you all kind of file outside uh, into the into the night and and manage to push the door closed behind you outside it's black as night the air cuts like a knife in your throat and lungs numbing any exposed skin what are you wearing
2: Um, we need some kind of protection from wind and rain right so (laughs) in this kind of weather don't we have like slickers and coats
1: by the doors to grab quickly you probably do uh so i assume you all you all put on your your parkas and whatnot. Yeah.
2: If you go overboard in this weather, it's you're in trouble. It's done. You're done. Yeah. Don't do
1: that. You're done. Yeah. I'll say this: if you don't have a good athletic skill, stay inside. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and do
2: we have something like um, like clips and rope that we can we you can clip you have, onto have, like yeah. railings around the ship? Okay. Yeah. This is the, this is the time to use it.
1: It could
3: yeah.
1: be yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Any any part of you that is not uh, protected by you know heavy garments is instantly soaked to the skin and freezing. Uh, there's no light outside except for your lamps and torches. And flying ice and spray make the flashlight beams solid columns of white against the darkness. The um, visibility is less than twenty feet. Uh, the deck is rimed with ice. It's slick, uncertain underfoot, and freezing water washes knee deep against the cargo hatches with every breaking wave. The sound is immense. The boom of waves, the constant shriek of winds are so loud that everybody has to shout to be even heard. And hand over hand, uh, you pull yourself along the ropes. There are ropes going between the hatches exactly for this, for this purpose.
0: Uh, Heile, yep. can we access the,
1: the cargo room below deck? No, it's only access. Uh, yeah, the, for those, those updates. Yeah, you can't get through those bulkheads. Yeah, so the bulkheads are, are, are uh, sealed because you don't want to have to get water into one of them, and then oh, okay. it goes from, from uh, hold oh, to hold. Okay. So you can only go in. There's The way that they are laid out, in case you forgot, um, is each hold uh, has a, a big um, cargo uh, entrance, but that gets boarded up and um, uh, canvas is pulled over it uh, while you're traveling. So the only way to get into the hold is through man, uh, manhole covers. Each of the holds has one. And then inside you have the tween deck hold and you have the lower hold. And there's, uh, there's a cargo loading um, uh, opening as well between the tween deck and the lower hold. And those are also covered in the same manner. Okay. So um, it's impossible for you to hear where the noise is coming from. You have three holds uh, in front of you. Um, and let me see if my roll 20 is. So here is the ideal. It's uh, an athletics roll. To travel between each of the hatch, uh, each of the hatches, mm. um, and if you fail, you will be knocked over by the rushing sea and die. And there may be dire consequences. Uh, we have to make okay. How many rolls? Three rolls. Depends on you. Don't know where the noise is coming from, but it's a it's an athletics roll for every hatch you move between, and. Should Jeez. you choose to go back, it's also an athletics roll. Can I use an back. athletics
0: roll to go to a lifeboat instead? <laughs> <laughs>
3: um
1: realistically
3: a we wouldn't go back. I mean it has to be fixed. It has to be fixed. So we just, just I mean that's, this is my approach to it. I'm gonna make it alive getting there, and then I'm gonna wait out the storm. Or die fine.
2: Yeah. There's yeah. no eating for Christ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I won't have enough points. I won't have enough points to get back. Think of the yeah. children.
3: I have ten athletic points, and I intend to spend every single one getting, getting there without dying.
2: I only have yeah. six left. I spent two to pull onto the door. I have so, one in total, but I'm German, so I'll go anywhere. I'm getting overboard. All right. Um, well. but is, I'll, okay, I'll, I'm going to spend, I guess, two points for the
1: first roll. And Ooh. now you die. All right, Nobody. everybody, give me yes. an athletics roll.
2: Oh, I can't roll anything but twos. Good thing I'm spending points. I got another four with the spend. You got I'm gonna uh,
1: take my chances and uh, Hold be on. a little. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna deal with David first. Um, no. William, you're the first to uh, to venture forth into the dark night. Um, and uh, you, you grapple your way from the, from the superstructure to the, to the first hatch, but as you do so, uh, the ship rolls down into another throth and uh, a wave sweeps over the deck. Uh, it catches you uh, by surprise because it's the first time you, you've ventured out into the, into the weather and it sweeps uh, your feet right out from under you. Okay. Uh, give me a preparedness. And don't miss.
2: Preparedness? Uh, is that a skill? Yes. I I
3: did. Dramatic music. Do dramatic music. Uh, Hold, on.
2: Hold on. I don't have
1: any points Oh, in. oh shit. So, yeah, preparedness. I don't, I don't have any preparedness points. Um, in that case, give me another athletics.
2: <laughs> shit. Well, I definitely want to spend for this one, right? Yes, yes you do. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna have enough points to pull this off. Okay, I'm gonna spend two points. I'm down to two points of athletics. Okay. Oh, you just have to roll a six. Come
0: on. It's the nice thing.
3: I changed my mind highly. I prefer waltzing Matilda. (laughs)
1: There we go. I got an eight. There you go. Awesome. Nice. You, uh, you you, guys also see, as uh, you step out, you see uh, uh, William make his way and his flashlight is you know, casting this white beam in, in, the ma- in the midst of this black noise. Uh, and suddenly he just disappears down on the deck, but he manage- manages to grab the rope uh, before he's uh, swept over the side. Um, next. <laughs> next what? Next person. Does, <laughs> Does next that... victim. Uh... Does that mean William made it to the first? Yeah, William is at the first, um, at the first, uh, what you call it. Can we tie ourselves together with a rope?
3: Uh, You could, yes. I I don't know if I want to tie tie myself to William. He doesn't really seem that stable. He's going (laughs) to pull me overboard. Okay, I guess I'm next then. But uh, Dr. Altmaier, you have no athletic, you have one athletic point.
2: Yeah, you're going. Convince him to stay. Yeah, Yeah, it's not a good idea for me to go. You think I should stay, right? Yeah, yes, yeah, stay, yeah and, stay and consult your, your uh, pendulum. Ask it but for I, answers. I'm excellent in mechanical repairs. I think uh, it's
3: critical that I go forward.
2: Uh, I've won't got mechanical make repair it. as well. Get back in, doctor. Okay, but then I'll hold the rope for you, my friend. You're a doctor, not a trapeze artist. <laughs> <laughs> I chuckle
1: at that, and then I roll.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. You feel pretty, uh, pretty, uh, a pretty good, strong. Uh, uh, what do you call it? A foothold on the on the deck. He's uh, so drunk, it's like walking in a straight line. <laughs> 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 you make it over to the uh, to the hatch as well, next to uh, uh, next to William. And behind you, uh, you see. Um, Dr. Altmaier, uh, trying to get in the in the superstructure again. Dr. Altmaier, give me an athletics roll.
0: Wasn't the whole point of him not going to avoid rolling these fucking rolls?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you nice. Um, you catch the door in in uh, just the right uh, wind and uh, step inside without further further damage. Uh, there are a couple of other. Um, of uh, the men out uh, outside, to let make their way towards the hole behind you. You're standing at the manhole cover. Oh, okay, what do you we, do? Well, we, we don't
3: know how far or where this uh, mechanical issue actually is, right? So no, you can't just... hear
1: it over the din of the of the storm in the ship. You can just hear uh, occasional rattling and rumbling. You can even feel it in the ship's hull. Okay, but do we
3: know that it's not here at this hatch where we are now? No. So we have to go into the hatch to see if that's the problem, and if it isn't, then we continue. Yes. blows. Okay, well,
1: down the hatch. Sorry, I just have to get my nuts out. (laughs) Please don't. (laughs) Again, here we go. (laughs)
2: I mean, at that stage of the campaign again. <laughs> yeah, every time he gets excited.
1: <laughs> um, you you open the um, you know the the manhole cover and, and force it open. And it's almost impossible to see inside. Um, somebody has to go down. I'll go down. William, I'll take it smagged.
2: out. All right. Holler uh, if it's you need help. <laughs>
1: Well, okay, thank you. Yeah, um, uh, you go down. You climb down the ladder um, about halfway or so uh, in the tween deck, and um, you shine your torch around. The water's pouring in from above, um, drenching you, and you can't see anything here. Um, you can climb down to the lower hold as well. Right. So I, I'll just
3: listen first. I mean, this is this is it totally impossible to hear? I mean, I don't understand. How were we able to hear that there was some issue when we were safely inside, but now when we're here? There's
1: something is loose in a cargo hold somewhere, and uh, every time it bangs into the hull of the ship, it it gives you this... V- boom, you know, and it vibrates throughout the ship. So it's, it's hard to say. It could be in the lower hold at this point. Okay, so it's likely that it's some bigger
3: s- s- item or structure that's uh, slamming into the side. Mm-hmm. So it should be something that's easy to spot, at least if I'm relatively close to it, if I have line of sight. Yes. Well, I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna flash down and see if I can see anything that looks like it might be loose and slamming around all over the place. You crawl down to the lower hold? Mm-hmm, yes.
1: You crawl down and um, you don't see anything there. You have the lower hold, it's filled with the barrels of, of fuel, uh, you see nothing there. It's not okay. in this hole.
3: Okay. Oh, I crawl up again.
1: William, I'm coming up!
2: Okay. We got to go to the next one, huh?
1: yeah
3: all right so I, I crawl up the hatch we close it and uh, brace ourselves
2: mm-hmm. all right let's let's can we anchor ourselves together and to the railing of the ship
1: yeah um okay. you you bind yourself together with a rope okay and make your way around the the opening to the to the twin deck or, or to the to the hole. The next manhole cover is in between the cranes between the first two holes and as you make your way i'm going to have to ask you for an athletic.
2: i got should i spend my last two points or should i just roll it straight if we're anchored together what do you think um it'll I th- leave me with nothing if i uh I, th-
3: I think you should spend your last two points
0: but because you need to get back also okay.
3: Maybe. Because I think worst case, then you stay down, you crawl down the next hatch, and then you, you just just wait it out there. I mean, you're going to what be bombed. What if there's one spinning. more? That, then I'll Do we, do we know what the, what's,
2: the, alone. what's the target number? Do I know that yet? After having rolled twice? No. You know
1: that um, somebody rolled a six, that was Jens, and he made it.
3: Yeah. yeah, but I also had plus three, so that was a nine.
1: Oh, right, I mean, nine.
2: Okay. Wow. So,
3: William, you go first. Yeah. Spend the points. How many many, uh, uh, compartments are there? There's another two, right?
1: Um, Uh, Yeah, there's two. There are three holes in the four. You've you've searched one.
3: Right, okay. I'd say spend them all.
2: Yeah, I'm out now. So I got a total of four with the spend. Oh, you rolled four. I rolled a two, so two plus two, four. Yeah.
0: Two plus two equals
2: death. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you um, foolishly um, decide to be the first person again, and um, as you make your way along the covering for the uh, for the, the cargo entrance, your your feet slip, and you you glide uh, down the. the the pathway just as another wave is cast over the front of the ship and washes towards you. Um, I'm going to need another athletics roll from you. Just understand
3: one thing, Michael. Um, William and Maunus, they are tied together, right?
1: Yeah.
2: It, and and, we're, and we're, we're tied to the, or anchored
1: to, exactly, we're, to the we're, railing of the yeah, ship. Yeah, we're clipped yeah, to the railing. The line. Yeah. So Everything's fine then. Yeah, let's hope the rope holds. Go.
2: Ah. This is just straight. <laughs> um, three.
0: three. The rope doesn't hold. <laughs> Damn it.
1: As you fall and you slide and you land on the floor, you hit your head a little bit. Um, and just then, a wave comes crashing over um, the, the ship. And you get... The dice?
2: Oh,
1: yes! You get four damage. In the short moment that this happens, you kind of touch your head, you see blood running down your hand, um, and uh, the water comes kind of running from underneath you, up under your coat, and completely <sighs> soaks you. Uh, okay. You're soaked and freezing, and the only thing that there really is for you to do is to, to go back, unless you want to Start getting uh, exposure. Go back to to the to the superstructure Bed.
3: Well, another option would be to go down the, fir- the the first hatch. We explored right? Okay. And it's not warm down there, though. Yeah, it isn't. That's a problem, especially when you're soaked.
1: Well, mm-hmm. I'll let you decide what uh, what to do.
2: How am I going to get back? It's just uh, it's more uh, hazardous to go back. How really? close
3: to? to that entrance or exit where we where or we right, he's about halfway so I'm still up by the first hatch yeah. and William slid down the deck yeah. towards where we where we went outside yeah. so maybe it's safer to go for the for the door
2: where so we going came back in. to the cabin
3: well yeah enter the ship again um, so, so
1: there's So there's a rule as well in um, uh, uh, called cooperation in which you can meet, um, you can bundle your skills together and meet a higher difficulty level. Uh, It costs, so the way it works is one one is the leader. That person rolls the die and adds their points. And anybody else who wants to contribute uh, can uh, add uh, their own points, but it costs one point to contribute that makes sense? Okay, so if I want to contribute one point, I actually have to spend two. Yeah. If I want to contribute two points, I have to spend three. Yes. There's a couple of other people on deck. You have um, a couple of the seamen, uh, Gordon Cook and uh, Alexander Mosley, um, that are behind you, uh, Jens. Uh, I'll give you their athletics pools of, uh, say, seven points. Per per person that you can spend uh, together as a group. Um, So, those are are pools that you can draw from.
3: Okay, so I imagine the priority now is to get William into safety. And secondly, allow me to continue on to the next hatch and see if I can solve the the problem at hand there. Okay. So, how do we best do that using our collective pool?
1: You better hurry before the next wave hits.
2: How bad is the, the, the soaking, the, the exposure? The exposure.
0: I what I don't understand is why you didn't get the semen to do this work. But <laughs> that's just me. I'm just in my bunk desperately trying to pour some wine into my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Glasses of
1: pizza. <laughs> <laughs> what was the oh, how, how soaked are you? You're so soaked as to be uh, completely soaked. So am I using freezing I Antarctic
2: water? water. So I'm basically useless for any physical task yeah. anyway? Or yeah. Okay. So I have to go back? Yes.
0: Okay. Um, all right, well,
2: I'm out of points, so I can use all the help I can get.
3: Yeah, well, then I, I will generously allow the spending of these other Siemens points.
0: <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: Spend the semen. Well, they got a point. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, so how does that work? I mean, I'm obviously interested in saving my own points so I can go ahead.
2: Yeah, and, absolutely.
3: You don't have to and it, if them. these other gentlemen, they uh, they they're helping out. Uh, you, uh,
1: you, you, you just know. spend their points as if they were your own, and, and it's just really them helping out.
3: Okay. Well, so that's good, David. You feel free to spend. You got an extra seven
1: points then.
2: Okay. Well, I don't want to use them all because you need some. How many? I'm gonna,
1: I just have to roll once to get back. Yeah, you can roll once to get back to the superstructure.
2: Okay, so let me spend four points so that yeah. way you have a few left. Yes. Same. Okay. That's interesting. I got five. <laughs>
1: Good. <laughs> uh, one of the one of the seamen uh, decked out in the giant, you know, the the kinds of. Um, Coats that uh, you, you, or the kinds of like full body suits that you wear uh, on uh, uh, oil rig platforms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, decked out in that with like his hood up and like glasses on, he's like makes his way over to you and grab my arm. Uh, and he helps you up, uh, and you like blood is running down your, your face here, and you can hardly see anything. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you you get guided back towards the superstructure. Meanwhile, uh, what do you do, Maulus? Yeah, I um, well,
3: I guess I untie myself from William, <laughs> or have had at some point <laughs> in the last couple rent. of
2: minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: uh, but of course, I make sure that I'm still hooked on to the railing. And um, the, I have uh, two more guys behind me, is that right? Yeah, once coming with
1: me, or they they once, staying around? Once Cook is uh, is done, um, he returns, uh, and then you have Alexander Mosley.
3: Okay. Well, I make it for the next hatch. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay.
1: Give me a row. Uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Okay. Um, you make your way through the through the hail and sleet and, and uh, everything to the uh, to the next hatch. Okay. Um, and Cook and uh, Mosley are behind you.
3: Okay, excellent. So when the, when they catch up, then I open the hatch to okay.
1: and flash the light down there to see what's going on. It's hard to see from up here because the because of all the debris in the atmosphere or all the the atmospheric noise, so to speak. Okay. I crawl down. You make your way down. It takes um, it takes one round to crawl down the ladder. Um, And as you crawl down the lung, you you immediately hear um, the sound of uh, this uh, crashing. It's it's in this tween deck hold, and you turn around and you see the engine uh, of um, two of the engines actually of the Boeing have uh, ripped themselves clear of the. Um, the bulkhead, and are rolling around inside of the hull. And these things are, um, actually, let me me read this out loud. Thumps and tearing rumbles can be heard from above the moment you descend the ladder. Worse, the thin, oily scent of kerosene fills the air. The damage seen in the dim light from an electric torch is horrifying. Two of the four great engines belonging to the Boeing aircraft have broken free of their straps and are loose within the chamber. With each pitch and shift of the ship, they roll and bound about the compartment like giant steel bowling balls. The remnants of their crates are wooden shards scattered about the floor. Everything in the hold shows the scars left by the careening motors. The remaining two engines are still secure. Their crates are battered and crushed on one end, but the motors themselves are not greatly damaged. The boxes containing the wings of the plane are dimpled and crushed by the engine's passage in several places, and the plane itself shows huge dents and gaping rents in its belly and along the fuselage. The pallet of um, kerosene tins that was secured against one bulkhead uh, bulkhead is smashed and askew. Flammable liquid spreads from crumbled containers and sloshes across the deck with every pitch and yaw. Shadows dance hugely and the torches dim glow. What do you do?
3: So that situation is a little bit fuba. Well, I yell up to the other guys, and I say, come down here.
1: The hold chamber is 50 foot on one side, 35 on the other, about 12 foot high. It's dominated by the Boeing's fuselage in the center, where it's strapped down. The motion of the ship is such that um, the engines roll about every five rounds. And- oh. At most one person can climb down the ladder each round. Okay. As you okay. enter the hold, um, I'm going to have to get in athletics, fleeing, or sense trouble. Oh, come on Mark, we know it's trouble down there.
2: We don't my sense <laughs> trouble. <While I'm> <laughs> <laughs> my spider sense, sense <laughs> is tickling. It's like a video game. You gotta time
1: it. Yeah. To get out of the uh, out of the way of the 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 careening engines. Okay, I'm gonna do a sense trouble
3: because I happen to have uh, lost that. Is there some place where once I'm down or anybody's down, is there a place that's
1: safe? Um, No. They're just like bouncing all over the room. The answer okay. is no. And the ship is going like this? Like it's completely crazy? The answer is no.
3: <laughs> um, um, but you said that the fuselage of the airplane is uh, tied down in yeah. the middle of the room, is that right? Yeah. So if I crawl up on top of that, am I relatively safe? Or will I get an engine in my head?
1: Uh you're relatively safe, but I would still require I would require uh, skill roll for you to stay there. Remember, it doesn't have wings, it's, it's just a uh, huge
3: It's not flying. Oh. So th- th- this environment <laughs> is like a point sucker. This is correct. Great, OK, I got that. Um, OK, so I need a strategy. So I got two other guys coming down, unless they bail on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're three men, and we need to secure. There are two engines rolling around. Yes. Okay. Uh, Does this mission have any hope of success?
1: (laughs) How how big and heavy are these engines? So these engines are about 800 pounds uh, a piece. They're solid steel. Um, And mechanically, if you want to trap an engine, here's how it works. I'll reveal the difficulty for you just because you're you got your back against the wall, and I'm not an evil man. <laughs> <laughs> not a mean shirts. Pants shirts, popular belief. Yeah. Uh, I beg to differ. There are no ma- there is no malice in my actions. Um, <laughs> it's athletics versus eleven, so that's a cooperation. So multiple okay. people have to add uh, to that, and as you once you once you uh, make that, um, it's it's uh, uh, it's trapped. And then remembering that as the rounds go on, um, the other engine is still going to be rolling around. So anybody who uh, then tries to get out of their way, their points get deducted from that cooperation pool. That makes and, sense. And you're going to have to try and trap it again. And then beyond that, you have there's ropes, chains, and uh, uh, nets, and stuff like that in the hold, hanging on the bulkheads. You got uh, cleats. You know what a cleat is? No. It's that thing that goes like this, that you tie rope around. Like a, mm-hmm. it's a very shippy okay. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you have like cleats and pins and stuff like that on the bulkhead. So you, you can trap the engine and try to, try to tie it down to the, to the bulkhead with all of these like, various things. Uh, that also requires uh, either athletics or an outdoorsman spend. OK, so I'm,
3: uh, so I'm noticing that there's, there seems to be several skills that can be used interchangeably.
1: For escaping the rolling engines is athletics, fleeing, and sense trouble. Those are all rolls versus a difficulty level. And just, I'm going to play with open cards because uh, you, you guys are, you have only so many points to spend. Um, it's, yeah. it's versus four as long as you have two engines rolling around to escape. It's versus three if you can manage to capture one of the engines. Trapping an engine requires athletics versus 11. That's probably going to be a cooperation. And it has to be athletics, there's no other skills that could be replaced. No. Okay. Uh, tying it down is athletics versus four or one point outdoorsman spend. The trick there is also that um, you've got to tie the rope down on one end, and then you've got to capture it, and then you got to tie it down on the other end, and it all takes time. Okay. Time
3: during which you can get an engine in your face. Correct.
1: Okay. Now, you could also call for more help, but how, so, how would you do that and so forth?
3: Yeah, that doesn't seem realistic. It seems like you'd be spending so much time and energy and by which everything else is destroyed and I'd totally have run out of any sort of points. So these other guys who are here with me, Do I, I mean, since we're gonna be able to pool points can I know
1: how many points they have? Say they have uh, two points in outdoorsman and five... Each? Uh, yes, each, and uh, five points in Fleeing and five points in Sense Trouble.
3: And what about Athletics? Uh, those
1: are the points you already got.
3: So there are seven, but already how many were spent?
1: You were keeping track of that. Uh,
3: okay, but actually that was you, David, when you, ro- when you rolled. Yeah. You spent four points, right? Yes. Yeah. So there are three so left three in the laps. pool, or three yeah. left per per individual. Uh, how How many was total between the, th- was, it the t- was it the to- the total was a pool of seven athletics points? No, it's, it's no. seven
1: per person, and you spent four, so one of them has three left.
3: Okay, Okay, so it's a bit of a math puzzle, this whole thing, but and some luck with the dice.
2: Well, spend everything, I guess, at this point. It comes down to this, right? You got to get that thing yep. kind of secured. <clears throat> uh,
3: okay, and you said that every fifth round, we have to roll an athletics roll to avoid getting yep. blown over by yep. uh, an engine. Got it. Okay. And at this point, I have just touchdown on the floor yes and you've just avoided one of the engines right you you rolled. yeah so now count down now it's five rounds until the next wave of, of destruction yes and these guys they take each one round to go down or anybody will take one round to get down yes okay understood so the fuselage is in the middle, there's yeah. some relative safety on top of it, although we'd probably have to roll in order to stay tied to it. And you may hurt yourself falling down. Yeah, and we have to be, in order for us to pull our points, we'd have to physically be together, right, within reach or within you know, yeah. operation distance. Um, okay, well, so the thing now is to get the other guys down as fast as possible. They each spend one round coming down. I think that the best place to be is crawling up on the fuselage, but I'm not sure about that. Then you also have to get down again. Yeah. Then you also, yeah. Exactly. So maybe just they get down. So then we're three rounds in, and then we just immediately go for the for the um, trapping
1: of the of one of the engines. Okay. It goes like this: you come down, you escape the engine, the counter goes five. The next one comes down. Four, the next one comes down. You're now all in the hold, you have three rounds left before the engines are going to roll
3: again. Right, okay, so now we're going to be spending this round here on trapping the engine. So that's a collective, that's a pooled athletic roll
1: versus eleven. Yes, and remember, um, anybody who is helping trapping the engine cannot also strap the engine in. Because that would be removing pools from that po- or uh, points from that pool. So you...
3: They can also tie it down, is that it?
1: Yeah. So
3: in effect, there's only two people that can try to trap it. Yeah. And then one person is tying. Jesus Christ, okay. All right, well, we're going to have to go for it. And when we work together, do we... Do, does each
1: person who's pooling their resources, does each person roll, or is it only one roll plus points? It's one roll. One, somebody is uh, the leader and everybody else can, uh, and he can roll and put his points in as if it was normal, and everybody else can add points, but it costs a point to add points. Okay, so let me just note, so I have
3: all of the points in plain view, and for trapping it's only athletics, no other points from nowhere else can be used. Uh,
1: that
0: is correct. Just hit the fucking dice. Except a guy drinking wine in his cabin. <laughs> Spilling wine. I might have to stop because of this loss of important resources.
3: Um okay, so I'm immediately gonna go for the roll to trap this thing down. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. In total for the, it. Po- the pool has 14 Athletics points mm-hmm. Right Okay, so there are two engines. I'm gonna count on that. We only have two shots So I'm gonna spend seven points per attempt
2: And you have to get what is the target the target is 11 I mean you have to roll four each time I have the to roll four each
3: time well, 50-50 you just roll a four man Fuck. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna do <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, exactly I'm with you. That's what I better I'm well, do. isn't it better to like it's better to guarantee success on the first one. Well, I can to hedge your 50, bets 50. So, head your bets so you have a much higher chance of success No, ones, fuck so at least you, man. I'm, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. No no no, this is right, this is right. I, I Jens,
0: Jens I only have one thing to say to you before you go <laughs> The road to failure is paved with good intentions. (laughs) It it is, (laughs) Thank you. Uh,
3: Okay, so I'm gonna be spending my No, I'm gonna be spending one dude's athletics points. Actually, I'm gonna be trapping down that fucker. No, I'm not. Do it! No 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 no, I'm gonna find I'll I'll let them do the trapping and I do the tying. Plus four. Oh, there we go. A no good deed goes Third
0: So who no is? No need to
3: talk so much. So you're involved with that, and one of the other guys, uh, Cook. No, the two guys are, are doing the trapping. I'll do the tying, okay. and I'll be spending one outdoor point on that.
1: Okay. Um, so they, the the engine has come to a rest against one of the bulkheads, and they, you know, squeeze themselves up against it, and, and as fast as they can. Uh, Uh, Hold down the the engine. Securing the motor takes two to three minutes. How many rounds is that? I'm glad you asked. It's 10 to 15 combat rounds. (laughs) (laughs) And fuck this airplane. I'm going to roll a die now. And uh, if it's one, two, three, it takes uh, two minutes. If it's uh, four, five, six, it takes uh, three minutes. Four.
0: Jesus, you, you're slow at tying shit down.
3: Uh, look, I'm an outdoorsman master.
1: <laughs>
3: give me. Are you, sh- are you sure
1: you're getting this right, Mike? <laughs> so give me. Um, everybody needs to escape from the. Uh, either escape or just take it on the train from the engine. No less than three times.
3: Either uh, sense trouble, flee, or athletics. Okay, got it. And versus versus three, three only versus one again. three, got it. Okay. Right. Do I roll for the other guys as well? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna roll for the first, Corsol. And
1: and we how many times do we have to roll? At least uh, three. I can I can roll for them as well if you want.
3: No, no, I want to roll for them. I don't trust. What did I do? Ah, it's because I took yeah. plus plus. Do you, do you allow it? Is yep. it mine? You allow it? it. Okay, so he's been. Um, oh. yeah. and the second guy. The second guy also. Okay, and this—the last one here is from me. So this is me. And I can only afford to spend two points on this. What? That's wrong. I, I forgot it was supposed to be two. Yeah,
1: that's okay. Uh, you won't make it.
3: So that's it. We, we made it. <laughs> we, we avoided getting an engine in, the, in our heads. Did you roll three for everybody? No, I just rolled once mm. for everybody. Yeah, you're gonna roll uh, again for everybody. I, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> for everybody. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna keep doing this. It went well. <laughs> Again, for the so second way around, this is for the first guy. Okay. So it's... And for the second guy. Yes. And what are these? Fleeing fence problems? Yeah, now they spend all their fleeing points. Mm-hmm. and spend one Sense Trouble point each. Um, and now, for me, I'm gonna be spending two Sense Trouble points. Yes. So that's that's two, right? And then you just need that's one more. That's two. And now I need the last one. Okay. That's three points. First guy. Yes. Second guy. That was two in a row. Awesome. Identical. And then I'm going to be spending three points on myself. And then we, we we just spent. Yes. Okay. so three rounds, everybody avoided getting hit by the other engine. So we got one engine. Nice, You foiled the plans of the game masters to kill
0: you all. No old. kidding.
2: Single-handedly
1: <laughs> with a with horde of NPC minions. <laughs> right. You've pinned the engine down and uh, you, um, while they pinned it down, you've tied a um, part of a net uh, to one of the bulkheads and you kind of run it around and get, get it in between them and underneath the, the engine. And as the ship kind of throws itself around in the waves and the other engine goes you know, careening around. You all kind of like, whoa, uh, and then you manage to tie it down, and the engine goes rolling off again to the other side of the room. Uh, and finally, um, you you get the, the first engine uh, tied down. Or do you? Uh, did you do the uh, athletics or one-point outdoorsman spend? Yes, one-point okay. okay. outdoorsman spend. Great. Um, so it's secured, and now the other engine.
2: Did you take
3: the knot tying class? <laughs> uh, I, 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 thank God, I'm good with uh, good with ropes.
0: You got the the badge on the scout school. Yeah. Uh, but now surely it must be a lot easier to tie the second engine with the first engine. Not at flying least,
1: around. At least you don't have that uh, running around. It does. Uh, one thing that does occur to you is you sure hope that there aren't any sparks. Uh, yeah, because there's kerosene slushing around uh, on your feet, and the the uh, water pouring in from above every uh, every you know time the ship gets hit by a wave, you just get this like uh, bunch of water. So you're like you're you're up to your ankles in seawater and kerosene at this point. Uh, well, we better fix this fucking
3: situation. Then let's do it. So. Okay, we're ready to tie down the second engine.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: It's against 11. Just roll it, man. Yeah. And we got seven points left to spend. So this is me and the second guy who are trapping the engine. And then the other guy's gonna to have to tie it down. Against 11, here we go.
0: Do it. Ooh. Boom.
1: Uh, <laughs> Uh, you you attempt to get the engine, but it it manages to being uh, covered in kerosene. It's like slippery, and you lose your grip, and it it rolls over a couple couple more times. Uh, so that's one round. Uh, let's see, all right, next round.
0: Oh, well, you don't yeah. have enough points to to create an eleven. Yeah, at so this point, it's impossible fail.
3: to, right. to trap. You don't. Then yeah. what do you do? Oh. We get the fuck out of there. Okay. No, that, yeah, that's it. That's really it. And now we spend all our athletic Nobody has any athletics points. We got a little bit of outdoorsman stuff. That's it. We, 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 we're going to have a rough, uh, rough <laughs> back. Yeah. But there's a real alternative because we can't stay down in this room
1: and either blow up or get an engine. Mm. Um, as you're standing there, um, meanwhile, back at the superstructure, uh, what are you guys doing? It's been uh, 10 minutes. You looking out uh, through the, the portholes, you saw the, the lamps kind of you know flicker in the dark, and then get about midship uh, or midway through the, the, the fore part of the ship, and then they disappeared, and you haven't seen anything for uh, maybe five minutes or so.
2: Now I'm getting into dry clothes and getting my face bandaged to stop moving. Mm-hmm. What about
0: you, Pierre? Well, I probably look like I'm bleeding, but it's wine.
1: You're getting no help at all from your friends, <laughs> so-called.
0: Yeah. I are have, you doing yeah, that? I
1: have, I I have, I have no points to assist you with.
0: Well, if somebody could have called me when they all hear well, banging <laughs> about, like, people I'm just, on board I'm just this trying ship. I'm
2: just trying not to fall out of bed. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh, well aren't we in a cabin with just a few people?
1: No, you're in the superstructure. There's uh 10, 15 cabins in the
2: Superstructure. Still hear the banging going
1: on? Yes, it seems less frequent now, but uh, powerful. But there is definitely banging going on still. Let's get a team of
2: volunteers to put together another group to go directly to the second hold and check and see if they need help.
1: And if not, proceed to the third. So you've probably at this point uh, awoken... uh, uh, Wait a minute. You can't even do a one point outdoorsman spin. You're Why? seasick. Ooh. We'll
0: you. Me? Yeah. Yeah, you're cheating.
1: Jens
3: yeah. yeah, uh, yeah, is cheating. But can yeah, I what about cheating. the other thing? What about the athletic roles, et cetera? Could I do any of those?
1: That's those are general abilities. Uh, let's get back to that. Um I'll I'll allow it for now.
3: Okay, but in that case, I would have just switched around the effort. So who yeah. would actually be doing the tying down would be one of the other guys. And you hope they're not. Yeah, and I'm presuming the Nazis but I don't know.
1: Pierre, at this point you also, I mean, you've, you've heard the commotion outside and you, you see uh, um, William sitting uh, blue in the face, uh, you oh, know, covered shit. by blankets and like wet clothes on the, on the floor and everything. You couldn't, you couldn't avoid hearing the commotion at this point.
0: Okay. Well, then I uh, run to assist. Um, I, I try to grab some more able
1: seamen. Okay. Follow me, guys! You can't, uh, there's, there's probably no seamen left in there at this point, um, they're probably all in their cabins. However, there are expedition members available. Um, so uh, some of them, like a lot of them are sick uh, as well, but you grab... Um, uh, are there any sturdy guys? There's uh, Dr. Green, um, who's your physician, uh, and what else? There's uh, the technician, uh, Albert Gilmore, who's okay, the guy with the, guys. with the melted face you grab them and you, you suit up? Yeah. OK, I'm going to need... I them. guess we heard
0: what the problem is at this point now.
1: No, how would you How would you know?
0: Well, I, is nobody telling us anything?
1: Nobody knows. Okay. Uh, the only thing you know is that um, a small group went out to investigate, and uh, one of them came back completely drenched, bleeding from his face, and uh, the other ones have not come back yet.
3: Yeah. Well, the well what, you, what you will know then from William is that it wasn't in the first hatch. It yeah, no. yeah. It was at least, well,
2: it's at least in the second, maybe the first. Okay. 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 We'll, we'll head to the second.
3: So, how's your athletics somehow? I have How eight. Out? Well, you're going to need it.
0: No, I have six.
1: Um, in this case, uh, Green has. Uh, actually, I have his stats. Hold on, Hold on. while I find them. Uh, yes, so I'm going to need another. Athletics against the rolling engine while you're while you're standing around waiting to figure out what to do. Well, in that case, we're not waiting.
3: We're we'll leave. Uh, Doctor
0: Green. They don't oh. have that athletics. We don't even want them
1: to. Athletics eight.
0: Okay, you can come.
1: <laughs> um, and actually, instead of uh, the other guy, uh, 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 Gregor Pulaski, the sled team chief. Oh, um, yeah, it's he coming. He's got athletics six and that's it. And then Green has athletics eight and sense trouble eight.
3: Okay, and what, is, what does Gregor have in sense trouble? Mm, five. I have nothing. Hello? And how much do you have in athletics, Tom? Six. And how much, so fleeing and outdoor, what does everybody have? Nothing. You have nothing and nothing. Nada. (laughs) Nada in nada.
1: Okay, I'm going to need rolls to travel between the holes. Yep. Two of them. For everybody who used to travel. Two athletic (laughs)
2: rolls.
0: But we already spend up all athletics by the time we get there. Yeah, don't do that. So, we have to try without? Well, you can, it'll... It'll fail. Maybe we'll just fucking forget
3: about it and drink more wine. Um... Look, you can actually spend pretty safely. You can spend two athletic points per move. But no, it, we have
0: to roll twice. is yeah, it yeah, that to get
3: all the way? Mm-hmm. No. Okay, let yeah, get all the way. Uh, then you can only spend one athletic point per move. For move. Wait, let me just see if I'm actually right about this. So
0: you need at least
3: for 11 for time that thing. Uh, well, this is. I'm just basically seeing what can be done to guarantee that you trap yeah. another engine. Look, to stay safe, I mean, then you need to spend maximum one point per move. Yeah, okay. I'll do the first row. Five.
0: Nice. That's you?
2: Yeah.
0: And I'll do another one. Who's that? Three. That's uh, the next guy. Who's that? Green. Green.
1: And Green slips. Um, so he has uh, eight points of preparedness as well. You we can use those instead okay. of athletics uh, when he falls. Okay. To see uh, to make sure that he has the guide wire uh, attached properly. I'll uh, give him a three. In okay. Good choice. Eight. Good. Yeah, he slips, but luckily the guide wire uh, keeps him from uh, rolling uh, down the deck and getting caught in any way. So he like uh, he slips, but um, he gets up again. Jens, are
0: you my mathematician? Yes, on this?
1: I am. So you spent three points
0: on preparedness <laughs> then. Yeah. And uh, okay, the last guy plus one. Oh, he slips as well. Oh, he's got a preparedness of six. Okay, so four that. as a slip? Yes. Uh, he will use three as well. Okay. In preparedness,
1: eight again. Good. He also gets up. It's um, rattled. And yeah. uh, indoors, uh, Avery, you can see um, uh, the people that are trying to help you, and they're all just like, oh. Uh, Some uh, of them are like trying to see out what's going on. and. Um, it generally sucks. It's yeah. whether to try and even send somebody to, to get more help. The problem is that there are people in the forecastle and the aft castle and you have to travel across the deck to mm-hmm. even get those yeah. people into help.
0: probably lose people in the way. Okay, okay so Let's you're halfway it.
1: there. Okay,
0: I'll say plus two. <sighs> Fucking hell. Only three. So what do you
1: have for like Nothing. Okay. In that case, uh, you're going to want to roll your athletics to avoid uh, damage.
2: It's not I'm only so about confident. you; it's it's all of the semen you're bringing to the party with you.
0: <laughs> I'll take the damage. Can I do that? You couldn't help it. <laughs> well, you can still roll. Okay, I'll roll, uh, but with no bonuses. Six. Oh, lucky. No
1: skill. <laughs> <laughs> so uh you you slip but you managed to catch yourself, you know, on the side of the stage yeah, yeah. with like your your legs going uh completely different directions before yeah. you before you manage to rip your pants or anything. <laughs> nice. um, uh, green? So you're gonna have uh, to make you're gonna have to make another roll to get to the yeah, nice. you're like you you didn't make it all the way. So.
0: Um I don't have any more points. i have to so, do, so. I'll just have to roll another six. Boom, I on. just hit another one. Nice. Okay, I should yes. have just I should have just rolled another six like I did. Um, okay, yeah. uh, green green's okay. turn, and, and I can spend two, two points. That's right. Six. Okay, nice. And then last guy.
3: Yeah, you can spend two points as well. Seven. Nice. Boom.
1: All right, um, you all make your way through uh, the the rain and storm and waves uh, flooding over you and and the seawater is like essentially running around the deck uh, as the ship is is, uh, careening through the waves. And you get to the uh, manhole cover. Uh, Jens, I'm going to ask you guys uh, for another uh, escape.
3: You're going to ask us for another escape? Why? Because the engine is rolling again. Is it? It is. Are you sure? Because we trapped the thing, we tied it, the first, while... one. the first one, right, and then we tried to trap it again, and we failed. So we, if we tried in one round, then there's another four rounds before we get hit again.
1: But before they managed to uh, prep and exit, um, enough time passed that the engine the roll again. Only five rounds That's being almost kind to you, because it would take more than a minute to go from. Good negotiate. I nearly feel lucky
3: now. <laughs> uh, I should, be. Okay, I should so be. Now we have to roll against three. Yeah. So everybody has to roll. The thing is, there are no more athletic points to spend. Ah, however, we can also use sense flee. Well, that's, that's wonderful, except there are no points in that island. No actually I have no I have no more points. I'm gonna roll first. Actually I'm gonna roll for the other guys first. They have one point to spend. They each have one left in to trouble. Okay, so that's guy number one. Mm. He's out of points. And there's the guy number two. He's out of points. And then it's me. Oh, no, no! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Four damage. So that's health. Yeah. While you're, uh, while you're standing around, you're like, so should you try to avoid it even more? Because so we can expend our energy. The engine just comes rolling and <coughs> catches you by the side. It flips you off your feet, and you land on your back on top of the, um, the canvas-covered uh, uh, entrance to the uh, lower hold. And as, as you uh, get up and you get helped up by, by Cook and Abraham, uh, you suddenly see uh, light uh, beams kind of flickering uh, from the from the manhole cover above.
3: Well I run up the damn ladder before I get hit again.
1: Okay. okay. Can we help? Uh so I'm counting, that's uh first round. one. Above. Cook and Abraham, what do they do?
3: Well, they also go up the ladder. Okay, that's three,
1: two. Yeah, that's it. Off we go. Okay, we're out Here. into safety. You see the other uh, the other team is uh, up on deck with you, and you're standing like uh, clasping your arms around uh, the the two boom cranes that are kind of swaying uh, not so gently in the in the storm. Uh, and you're shouting at the top of your lungs. What do you say to the other guys?
3: We managed to secure one of the engines, but another engine is still running loose. You're gonna have to trap it and tie it down. Good luck! Okay! <laughs> Follow me, no, guys! No, no, no. We yeah, go down and
0: just tie that
3: motherfucker up.
0: Alright. I hope you saved us some points for getting back, Jens. No, I didn't. Oh, damn it!
2: <laughs> no?
3: I wasn't saving anything for getting back.
0: All right. We try and time it with the waves, so we have most time.
1: Okay. You uh, you make your way down the ladder and um, uh, wait for the engine to, to shift its weight again. And as it does, it, <laughs> it rolls all the way over to the other side. And you can see the canvas is starting to get torn, and the, the wooden boards underneath are like starting to splinter and, and stuff. Awesome. Uh, it it rams into uh, the plane, which you know with the entire yeah. fuselage kind of shakes.
2: Okay. Uh, And you
1: you drop down on deck.
0: I instruct the the sled guy to be the the nut guy, and the the other two of us will uh, try and help secure
2: it.
1: Okay. uh, So they they come down after you, um, uh, and uh, you're shouting hurried instructions over the 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 din of the wind and the, the noise of the engine rolling around. You're kind of midway between the engine, uh, going for its next uh, bowling, bowling ball move, what do you do and who does what? Like I
0: said, Dog Boy, he uh, ties things up and the rest, uh, two of us, tries to uh, secure.
1: Yeah? Dog Boy? Gregor Pulaski? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. are you keeping track of the points? Fourteen. You managed to trap down the the engine next to the. It's it's kind of lying next to the hole of the. Uh, of the fuselage. Sorry, uh, and uh, you grab a rope and tie it, or uh, rather, uh, Doctor Green, I assume, uh, takes a rope while you guys are like. You pin it on, grab So he's spending one out though. Okay. And I'm going to roll again to see, um, well, how long it takes.
3: got to update out of
1: So you don't actually have to roll again because now there's nothing to, to move around inside of the hull except the slushing uh, mm-hmm. kerosene and everything. And you hold down the engine while Dr. Green is like tying it down and um, as best as he can on the floor where the seawater is kind of flush, uh, slushing over his, his hands. He wraps it around and you guys uh, uh, kind of help make sure that it's secure and at the end of it you're you're standing there like uh, out of breath you guys are upstairs what do you do in the meanwhile yeah
3: so here's the question so we know that no matter if they have success or not down there they're going to be coming up soon is it in are we at a is it going to be easier you do anything to help for us? yeah exactly it's going to be easier for us to get back if we're a bigger group than 3 Does that help because then we'll wait if not we'll no. go
1: not unless uh, anybody has any athletics points uh, left over.
3: Nobody nobody will have anything. Let's go. We're going to have to go back to two stations. And it's against the four, is that it? The slippery uh, uh, is four.
1: It's actually a five. Fucking hell.
3: Well, let's do it. I'm going to go first. Of course, we're tied together and we're and we're clipped on and all that. But I fail my roll.
1: I lend you damage. Six. Six. Oh. Are you Jesus. dead, man? Uh, but
3: don't I get to
1: do the preparedness roll first before I take damage? Uh, actually, the preparedness is supposed to be for keeping you from uh, flushing overboard, Jesus. but not from.
3: Okay, I get water in my face. Six and six damage. <laughs> oh, I'm at
1: minus one right now. You got hit by a, a, a whale or something that got flushed overboard. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Ow! Willy. The salmon uh,
3: hit the semen.
1: I'm at minus one. What does that mean? It doesn't look very good. I'll tell yeah, you that, that means right you Yeah, that means you're hurt. Um, so actually, uh, we should probably make this rule as you go back that... Um, yeah, maybe we should do that before you take this damage. Uh, just, I just made this up. Uh, you can either choose to take the damage, or uh, you can use athletics or preparedness to avoid getting flushed overboard. So... so you Either, either <laughs> I
3: take damage and I get flushed overboard, or I can take a preparedness roll to prevent getting flushed. No, if
1: overboard. you take the damage, I'll allow you to not be flushed overboard, but you will take the damage. Right, okay. Or I can roll... Or you can use athletics or preparedness to uh, avoid being injured. And also, if you fail. Uh, that's it. Come again. What was that
3: last part?
0: <laughs> you will <laughs> die. He said you can play this
3: character uh, next. Yeah. Against what? Uh, athletics or preparedness. But against how? What's the. Uh, uh, against five. Five. Well, I'm going to be spending four preparedness points
1: then. And remember, you have two holes to to move.
3: Uh, yeah. So. Nice. There it is. Okay, so that was for me. Now I'm at manhole one. Okay. So the next unfortunate schmuck. (laughs) <laughs> he's, he's he's not very lucky here, he's not. so I don't know what they have in preparedness, the two other guys.
0: Well, you're all tied together, so if one falls overboard, he's
1: still... Yeah. It's I fine. A, I have a knife. I have a knife. Let's me. skip um, the NPCs for this, because it's less important as, uh, as you guys. Um, okay. Well, aren't
0: they going to be the guys we take over when we're dead? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yes, you're just depleting your own pool. <laughs> uh, okay, well then I'll just roll for myself again. To yeah, get one to more the...
1: time. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's mm. it. I failed the roll. A slip. What do you do? Well, I in this case I choose to take the damage. Five. So I'm at zero.
1: Okay, that means you're hurt. Um, so that's not a permanent injury, but. Um... It also makes it impossible to spend on investigative abilities and it increases the difficulty number of all tests and contents including uh, hit, po- or hit thresholds by one
3: well in summary i survive you survive i'll uh, take it
1: you're at the uh you're at the uh, hatch to the superstructure yeah. uh and uh, uh the other people uh close behind you cook. okay and is, you is it our back. turn to head back yes
0: Because as far as I know, we have zero points left of anything.
1: Yeah, you can, you can see from here that um, the damage is pretty considerable down uh, uh, below. The two engines that you've uh, managed to tie down are in really bad shape, cracked and dented. They're essentially mm. useless. Um, and probably but at least they didn't fly through the hull of the ship. That's, that is true. Um, the, the two other engines are battered but uh, undamaged, um, more or less. And the Boeing uh, fuselage itself, including the wings, are uh, useless. It's crushed. The fuel tanks are punctured. Uh, the fuselage is smashed and twisted. Um, uh, and then half of the kerosene tanks on board the ship are breached. And uh, the contents are uh, have run into the hole. Uh, the uh, the hole? Uh, all right. Let's get you guys to uh, the uh,
0: okay, so I guess I can have plus ten to this next roll. Yes, you can. So, I'll roll for me. Mm-hmm.
1: Four. You make your way up the ladder into the storm, and uh, it takes you by surprise. And just as you get up, you you slip and fall. What do you choose to do?
0: I don't really have any choices but try another roll.
1: I guess. Now remember, if you. Miss this roll, I'll take damage. All right, six damage. Awesome. You uh, you strain your leg pretty badly as you uh, as you fall and catch it on one of the crane uh, on the crane. Uh, pillar, <coughs> uh, called?
3: Is Belcour up on deck or is he still down in the?
1: He's up on deck. You can see from uh, from your vantage point uh, up by the superstructure. You can see him like it's a very vague silhouette against the. Uh, against his lamp flicking around. You can see the other guys are also coming up with their lamps. Uh, and, and, uh, okay,
0: one more roll. Okay. Three. I'll take damage. <laughs> Jesus. Three. All
1: right. I'm fucked up, but I have two health. Okay. Um, you're, you're still like, you're careening around after uh, expending most of your energy uh, trying to get the engine uh, tied down. You're still at the second uh, the second hold. What? He mm. well he hasn't gone anywhere yet, he's failed both his rolls. What?
0: Tom. But i was gonna keep failing till I die then. I thought I when I took the damage at least I got a little bit
3: further. Worst so live fine. point. Oh well. <laughs> I'll keep oh. failing till I die. <laughs> you thought wrong? Okay, uh, I'll roll again then I Maybe guess. you should stop the failing part.
1: Yeah, can you stop the failing part, Tom? No, but I, I can't. Two and down. I don't have any points. Okay, so I'm on zero. So when you get to minus six, uh, you'll be seriously wounded, so you have to make consciousness rolls, um, and...
0: Let's deal with that when we get there.
1: When you get to minus 12, you're dead. Uh, okay, so... Six! You, nice.
0: Right, okay, that's better. I decided that I was tired of getting hit by the walls. <laughs>
1: First you get hit by Henning, now by the walls in the water. Yeah. You stumble along, clasping with like a grip you've never uh, before felt in your life, even clasping red wine in your hands. Yeah. Uh, you clasp the rope and, and make your way along the, the side of the ship. Uh, and behind you, you can hear the faint shouts of Pulaski um, and green. Oh, hold on to the rope! <laughs> ah! One of them gets uh, swept off off his feet and slams in against the side of the ship and kind of wobbles up. And Green uh, grabs him and and,
0: yeah, hold on to the roll
1: Um, get you, get me the next roll. This is for the last nice. Um, having uh, now uh, had enough of being uh, being fucked up, yeah, fucked up and being a boxing ball for the ship. For
0: a minute there, I thought I wouldn't see my little daughter and son again
1: and uh, that gives you power enough to uh, to make your way back to the superstructure and um, and there the the door gets opened um, by whoever's indoors come in, come in and the door is like
0: I, as soon as I get in indoor I just sit down for a bit
1: Green and Pulaski are right behind you um, and, and also uh, make their way in and the door gets gets clapped close again and the the noise kind of settles down a little bit but let's not fucking do that again (laughs) you're uh you're hurting your your leg feels sprained and you probably have uh scrapes wherever you have exposed skin and your exposed skin is completely numb from the from the weather um and uh whatever beard you have is is iced over by by with seawater, and uh, you know, you're you're nice. completely completely
0: spent. If I could, I would take a selfie and send it to the missus, but some <laughs> other time.
1: But nevertheless, you managed to uh, you managed to secure the cargo uh, once again. So, I mean, did
3: we actually did any of this really help? What we just did, the engine seemed to be totally damaged. The airplane is damaged. Was there any point to all of this?
1: Uh, the ship could have been seriously damaged and uh, sunk. Okay. The, you also managed to save the other cargo, uh, the two other engines, so you do have those. While So you lost essentially a plane, uh, the Boeing 247 has two engines, so the fuselage and two of the engines are, are dead, but the two other engines survived, so that means of the three Boeings you had, one of them is gone, uh, but two of them are still, supposedly at least uh, as far as you know, uh, airworthy. Uh, and um, it's not healthy having steel engines rolling around in the hull where you also have kerosene. Yeah, as far as it goes. That's what my dad always told me. That is uh, <laughs> that is a saying I've heard. Uh, keep your engines tied down. Okay, so I'll I'll read the next part and then uh, we can we can continue on um, the next time. Starkweather is red-faced and furious at the news of the damage, and he paces back and forth uh, for more than an hour, kind of snapping curses and slamming his fists uh, into the wall. Um, Could at least be happy that we did something about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure he is, a more is very thankful. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, what would we have done if you weren't around? is angry, and somebody, you know, the... Somebody mentions the idea of going back, and he just becomes almost violent at the mere suggestion of turning back. Uh, He's, like, trembling with anger, Uh, and um, he's like, uh, No! Out of the question! Impossible! Not when we're this close! Three planes, two, one, it doesn't matter. We're going on. On, I tell you. Now, get out! The furious storm continues for two more days, calming gradually on the morning of October 28th. Visibility remains low. The sky is lost behind flurries of heavy snow, but the captain decides it's safe to continue south into calmer waters.
2: So how much does the loss of one plane affect the plan? Like, does the plan require? No, they
1: It well, the plan is to um, travel to Lake's camp uh, at the very least. And it affects your uh, uh, people and cargo carrying capacity. Uh, but you still have those two, and then you have the smaller one. Uh, I think it's called the Enderby, which is a two- or three-person plane. So you can still, you can still carry uh, you know, cargo people, dogs, uh, but at a slower rate than you were originally intended. Okay. The Gabrielle turns her nose once uh, more toward the pole. Throughout that day and through the next, the ship weaves its way carefully through fleets of giant icebergs. Progress is steady, though slow. Ice mountains loom up through the murk and pass by without a sound. All that can be heard above decks is the faint whine of the wind, the hiss of the waves, and the cries of the crewmen on lookout at the bow and stern. On October 29th the ship moves into a region where the surface of the sea is crowded with shards and clumps of icy slush. These clatter thinly against the hull but do not impede further progress. Nevertheless, as the sea ice grows thicker and begins to harden, the captain turns west in search of clearer waters. All of the 30th is spent pushing through thin ice. Large ice floes are everywhere, as well as flat sheets as much as half a mile long. It's clear that the Gabrielle has reached the outskirts of the pack, and that the pack is indeed loose and running. It does not, however, seem safe to turn south. The following day, the ship's westward progress is stopped by ice. To the south and west, in all directions, the sheets and humps of the pack extend as far as the eye can see. The sea is flat, the sky cloudy, and the air clear but cold. Even the usual swell of the sea is dampened by the presence of ice on all sides. After so many days at sea, the unmoving deck feels strange underfoot. Gabrielle sails east again, searching for clearer water, pushing slowly through a thin crust of sea ice that cracks and splinters beneath the the bow. The Gabriels skirts the edge of the pack for two more days without finding a way south. Just after three o'clock in the morning on November 3rd, however, a lookout spots a broad open lead of clear water arrowing to the southwest through thicker flows. Woo-hoo. Encouraged, Starkweather orders the captain to press on. By noon, the ship is pushed twenty miles into the pack. Walls and cornices of ice rise to the port and starboard, and the chunks and panes of sea ice atop the lead Uh, tingle musically as the ship pushes through the ice rises and falls on either side slowly rubbing and crumbling in blocks as big as a man now and again splitting apart with sharp gunshot reports the barometer begins to lower once more towards sunset but the ship pushes on that night another storm hits this one is as fully powerful as the one a week before. Winds up to 70 miles per hour. Blown ice and hail, heavy seas. This time, however, an added danger exists. The pack itself. Around the ship, the ice moans and shatters from the force of the sea. Huge bergs roll and grind against the Gabriella. she tries to turn to clearer water, but there is nowhere to go. Again and again, the ship clangs and heels as spines and shoulders of hard ice grinds against the hull. Armored plates groan and yield, but do not break. Crewmen and passengers huddle in the mess, praying while others toil or simply hide. There's little else to do but wait. The ship survives, miraculously, it seems. The deck is awash with ice and great seams and gouges can be seen over the rail, but the storm passes with the night as swiftly as it came, leaving behind a new world. To all sides, the solid walls of the pack are broken narrow cracks and threads of open water show at every hand gabrielle turns southward again pushing gently into the ice and forcing her own way carefully forward beneath a smoky blue sky all hands are required on deck to help push the smaller bergs away with long poles or repair the damage left by the squall forcing the pack is a dangerous undertaking the ship's engines roar and rumble as she inches up to a flow nestling softly alongside, then churning the sea behind with all the power she can bear. Usually the, sh- the, usually the ice yields. Again and again she presses forward in this way, with heavy crashing thrum resounding through the hull. The pack ice on all sides is very thick and very old. Weird hummocks and spires rise up at odd angles. Layers of dark and light ice, like the striations seen in ancient stone, is everywhere. All around are the colors of the sea, white, green, and every shade of blue shifting from instant to instant, and sparkling like cast diamonds in a stray ray of sunshine. Throughout November 4th and 5th, the ship pushes onward through the pack. On the morning of November 5th, the radio reports that Lexington's Tallahassee is trapped deep within the ice, not more than 300 miles to the east. There is no way the Cabrielle could help the other ship, but from the satisfied look at Starkweather's face when he hears the news, it's just as well. On November 6th, the wind dies out and a thin mist depends, descends upon the sea. Ghostly, vaporous fingers rise from the water and curl around the ice. The colors of the, s- the sea and sky blend and twist eerily off of the pack. Distant objects blur and reappear like illusions. One minute, the lookouts can see the horizon. The next, the nearest birds are all that can be made out through the haze. About 9 o'clock that morning, a cry is heard from the lookout as a darkened mass on the far side of an iceberg comes into view. As the Gabrielle gets closer, the bow of a trapped whaler can be seen protruding from the ice, half frozen and adrift. First Officer Tolo surveys the wreck through binoculars. It's the Wallaroo. She disappeared last autumn during a squall. No one has found a trace of her until now. Dun, dun,
0: dun. Um.